Hi, it's Eliana. So I was just recently watching the channel Redacted with Clayton Morris and an interview that he did with John D'Souza, Clayton Morris at Redacted and Natalie Morris. They cover topics that are about disclosure, topics that are somewhat forbidden, hidden, and they had John D'Souza on, who's a former FBI agent, and they were talking about this covered-up UFO invasion type scenario where we had those objects that were shot down over Alaska on February 10th, 2023, Object shot down over Yukon, Canada, February 11th. And an object shot down over basically Lake Huron between the borders of Michigan and Lake Huron, close to Canada and U.S. border on February 12th, 2023. So three consecutive days of things being shot by Air Force jets from NORAD. Now these were probes. It was not a Chinese spy balloon. These were probes. The one that was shot down over Alaska, completely a probe. It was a unmanned surveillance probe that was looking for four underground bases under Alaska. There's four bases, hidden bases, and it was looking for those bases through ground penetration radar and water penetration radar. It was doing broad scanning, so it was doing a reconnaissance. It wasn't just a probe randomly looking for something. It was actually looking for four underground bases, what I can see in the remote viewing. And it has sophisticated satellite feed connections in one of the array systems and a deployable radar scanning array that does the ground penetration and water penetration scanning. And two other array systems on the side and this was a cylindrical object that was shot down over Alaska. Exactly cylindrical in shape, similar to the object taken out over the Yukon, Canada border. Secondary object. Both of them were cylindrical. So for me, I remote viewed the first object, but I think both probes are interconnected, similar style of probes. They were silver, cylindrical objects. And this has to do with what is connected to what happened to the Nimitz, the battle group carrier, and the air jets, the military air jets that were tracking the gimbal and the tic-tac types of UFOs when the battle group 
on the and the Nimitz were doing their US Navy battle group practices off the coast of California in 2004. These groups of silver Tic Tacs gimbals were recorded on, on the air jets, the military air jets. They have recorded video audio of these Tic Tacs and gimbals flying at fast speeds, zigzagging, going up, down, going under the water. The air jets cannot do those maneuvers. And they have some kind of unknown propulsion systems that nobody can explain using anti-gravity. So these surveillance probes, they're not as sophisticated as those Tic Tacs and gimbals because the gimbals can be bigger or smaller. They're unmanned drones, basically. They're man-made. They're not extraterrestrial origin crafts. They are man-made by aerospace companies like Lockheed Martin Skunk Works. They've reversed engineered crafts going back to Roswell, New Mexico, 1947. Three crafts had crashed with extraterrestrial beings on them biological type entities that were reptilian gray in nature, hybridized beings, potentially robotic in nature, biological robotic entities. So this goes back to Roswell, New Mexico and crash site retrievals of UFO crafts, three crafts. There was three crafts, cra crash sites of the crafts as three crafts crashed during the Roswell, New Mexico incident. Those are, that's a famous case. And again, John D'Souza headed up the supernatural paranormal cases investigating for the FBI. The X-Files are loosely based on some of those paranormal cases that he covered. So he was talking about the connections between the aerospace companies the Roswell, New Mexico incident and how crashed craft materials were retrieved, reverse engineered by the aerospace companies like Douglas McDonald, Raytheon, Lockheed Martin Skunk Works, and probably many other aerospace companies. They're contractors. They don't work straight for the government. They do government contracts. So they are not even obligated to respond to freedom of information requests. If you ask them, do you have recovered crash site crafts or exotic materials? Have you reverse engineered UFO crafts? They're, they're, you can't even ask for FOIA requests, you don't, can't even subpoena them in Congress to answer those types of questions because it's classified contracts. They're not going to tell you if they have something and they've worked on something. Yes, they've created 
unmanned surveillance drones that are anti-gravity powered propulsion systems. They have that and they're engaging with the Nimitz battle groups, the carrier ships and the Air Force jets. They're engaging with them and perhaps the US Air Force and the Navy, some of those groups might not know what these crafts are and who made them. These UFOs that can go underwater, through the air, fly in planetary orbital systems. They can fly in the air and the water and even beyond the planetary system orbits. They're that fast because they have anti-grav propulsion systems, electromagnetic frequency-based systems that are not powered by fuel propellant. No, anti-gravity. That's why they can do these zigzags, can go so fast, and they do have radiation dampener emitters and other frequency emitters. So going at these fast velocities will not crush anyone inside these types of crafts. And they don't, they're not nuts and bolts. They don't have wings. They don't have any of that. They're not nuts and bolts. They're smooth. So their space companies have been able to reverse engineer such crafts based on the retrieval of the crash sites of the other UFOs, 1947 and other crash site retrievals since the 1950s. It's been done, man-made ones. Now there are true UFO crafts that are interdimensional and multidimensional coming from different points of space travel outside our galaxies. And these crafts can be shape-shifting, taking on different forms, sizes, dimensional perspectives with beings inside them. But the Lockheed Martin crafts, like the Tic Tac and the Gimbals, they can't shape-shift. What they can do is make them in different sizes, shapes, and forms where potentially there could be people inside piloting them, but for the most part, they're just remote controlled and manned remotely. But there could be people inside them piloting them if they're very big. So there is an opportunity for that. So there's a difference between the man-made ones and the true extraterrestrial UFOs because the man-made stuff cannot shape-shift, cannot suddenly just change a format and be something completely different. It does keep that form of the silver craft, smooth metallic finish, but without the nuts and bolts. And John D'Souza was going to say, and was saying all along, that Project Bluebeam they would no longer use holographic technology to just beam up imagery of crafts trying to attack someone or something in the world. They would actually use these reverse engineered man-made crafts, surveillance probes, drones, and try to destroy buildings, ships, 
carrier fleets to potentially stage a, a UFO invasion, fake alien invasion, to convince everybody on this planet that we've been invaded by aliens when it's not aliens because the true extraterrestrials, they don't seek to cause open-ended warfare by destroying buildings, ships, anything on the planetary surface that rarely would ever happen in reality, in 3D reality. They don't do that. They're not interested in hostile takeovers of planetary systems. Most of the extraterrestrials are very benevolent and positive, and they don't engage in that kind of warfare openly. It would come from the cabal and the deep state. They would manufacture something like this, that kind of an attack, to stage something all over the world. Because it's a global system of the bloodline elites. The bloodlines. They're not just normal families. They're bloodlines. And they do this stuff. So John D'Souza made a connection of what was these surveillance probes it's not just weather balloons. That's separate from that weather balloon incident, the China spy balloon. These other probes, they're looking for specific things. They're scanning. So on February 11th, 2023, I had been remote viewing a surveillance probe that was doing a reconnaissance flight over Alaska. This grayish silver cylindrical probe is metallic and has both ground and water penetration surveillance radar systems, searching for four underground base facilities under Alaska. This was the probe's primary target mission. The surveillance probe has a subsonic and an electric propulsion system with what looks similar to a fuel cell casement, but it is electric. There are four ring systems inside the electric casement, the propulsion system, and also an electric wave form frequency technology that helps to power the electric components inside the cell casement system. It is electromagnetic. This surveillance probe is the size of an SUV traveling in the sky at medium speeds. On the right side of the surveillance probe, there is a device with the capability of scanning the air, ground, and water. This device is a reconnaissance array for both scanning and tagging targets and mapping secret facilities. Underneath the surveillance probe, there is the deployable radar scanning array with multiple beam wave frequency transmitters. On the top of the surveillance probe, there is a type of a three-way satellite device that is sharing satellite feed connections from space and returning impressions of video and still images of whatever their surveillance probe was scanning in Alaska. And it was scanning for those four bases. This probe was transmitting data with satellite feed connection to to the other satellite sources in space. It would be interesting to know if Space Force knows about these types of 
surveillance probes and drone crafts that have been reverse engineered. If that technology is employed in Space Force now, would be interesting to know. The surveillance probe has another device mounted on its left-hand side, which is an additional scanning array that is scanning the ground and water features around Alaska. This is an array device with multiple capabilities for ground and water penetration systems. They have four array systems on this particular surveillance probe, the first that was shot down over Alaska. So this technology is looking for something. It is surveillance reconnaissance. That was the target mission from what I could see for the purpose of deploying this surveillance probe. It was doing a mission, specific target. Based on the remote viewing findings, the surveillance probe that was doing reconnaissance over Alaska could be so it could be similar to the secondary object that was shot down over Yukon, Canada a day later. Apparently the object that was shot down over Yukon also has a cylindrical shape, so it might have been a secondary surveillance probe. So I live in British Columbia, Canada, and I've been able to photograph triangular looking objects one time, and also make a digital sketch drawing of the second time that I had seen this type of an object. So I've, I've sent people emails of this stuff, what it looks like, I've shared it publicly. I've done a lot of work on this. So people have seen what these objects look like. Triangular objects, triangular UFOs. That's very typical to see that in Surrey, BC, British Columbia, Canada. Many sightings have been reported of triangular objects being spotted by witnesses and circular round saucer shaped objects as well with glowing lights that spin, that hover, that fly above the air. And this is why I became an independent researcher to be able to study these phenomenon. Why I also studied remote viewing for 10 years to be able to see what these objects actually are whether it's true UFOs, whether it's surveillance probes, whether it's drones, who makes them, why. And I think that this probe system, the surveillance probe that was doing rounds over Alaska, it could be from the cabal. It could be from the deep state military factions looking for something from the U.S. Navy or the U.S. Air Force, something that's secret and classified basis, underground basis, underground systems. When I did the remote viewing of NORAD last year, they have computer systems to identify incoming and outgoing UFOs of extraterrestrial nature so they can track UFOs at NORAD Central Command. And that's U.S.-based and Canadian-based military systems, NORAD, Central Command. They know about UFOs. They can track UFOs. And I've lived in Surrey, British Columbia, Canada for 
35 years. I've seen so many of these objects, and many of them do have logical explanations for classified crafts, space probes, surveillance probes, reconnaissance probes, experimental drone systems that are classified. They can be remotely controlled or they can have passengers in them if they're bigger systems. Typical silver, grayish craft, they're called UAPs, called UFOs. It's the same thing. Mostly it's ours, it's man-made, it's advanced, it's more than what the public has been shown, it's more than the typical military systems even have. And they're battle carriers in what they practice with and engage with. It's classified, it's still top secret, but this technology is being used to potentially create a staged UFO invasion, wanting us to believe that it's the, that it's the extraterrestrials doing it and not the cabal elites behind the scenes controlling it. It would be them, the deep state, the military industrial complex, not the, the regular military US Navy or Air Force or even Space Force. It's, it is the cabal deep state that would be doing something like this using that advanced technology gained from the aerospace companies and government, secret government contracts that the public does not know about. That's what happens behind the scenes and it's now being seen publicly to create that global government system that they want to implement. 2030 agenda, other agendas. It's all been planned, stages, operations. It's all physical sophisticated with these types of crafts. The bloodline families, cabal, elites, whatever you want to call them, they all have these dark agenda playbooks that they go by, 2030 agenda, all kinds of things. So using holographic technology to stage something like Project Bluebeam with crafts appearing in the sky and throwing beams in the sky, that would never work. That's holographic. People would see through it. They scrapped that in 1950s, 1980s. They were thinking of using these Tic Tacs, gimbals, what's been reverse engineered for the shadow aspect of the black military, black ops programs through the aerospace companies to possibly stage worldwide destructive scenes of cities being destroyed by UFOs and blaming it on the extraterrestrials, uniting the world as one order, one world government, and facilitating that kind of an experience by destroying airplanes, by destroying cities, towns, with different shaped UFOs or the same type. That's what they were planning as a scenario. Why did they have these probes all of a sudden doing surveillance and NORAD picking these things up 
because they've recalibrated their radar systems. Interesting, was this just an intro to see how people would react to those types of things flying in the air? Would they be mistaken for UFOs? Would people even figure out that this stuff is surveillance probes back engineered as well? From the extraterrestrial advanced craft technology, maybe. But things are being exposed for what they are. Agendas, plans, anything of a dark nature, of a negative frequency, bad intention. All of that is being exposed right now for what it is, for what it really is. And it does not stay hidden for long. So if we're seeing dark things being exposed, it's best to understand what that is and why it's happening and not let it trigger us with emotional responses and how we respond to that stuff that they're pulling everywhere in these bubbled plans. What do we stage next? How do we scare humanity even more? Those are staged plans. That's what it is. It's to create fear. It's to create chaos. It's to create panic everywhere all over the world. If you understand what that stuff is, you don't fall prey to it. You don't get scared. You don't get violated in your sovereignty and your freedom. Knowing what they were planning and exposing it for what it is helps to avoid that kind of a timeline agenda plan and to nullify their plans so they don't use reverse engineered man-made crafts to destroy cities, planes, military hardware, or anything else. Knowing the agendas, exposing them for what they are, and stopping them this way through information through honesty and discussing this without fear, without creating chaos, with listening to all of this stuff, just purely understanding what these playbook agendas are and who's behind them, who's pulling the puppet strings. And why? Just knowing that can create change in this world. Awareness of what exists out there and understanding who's behind it, the technologies, how it works. And a lot of these reverse engineered crafts have cloaking systems. They can even superimpose a different image. They have sort of like a holographic skin technology on the surface of these reverse engineered crafts, Tic Tacs, gimbals, they can change their shape slightly on their outer perimeter. That's just holographic technology and emitters that can change the shape slightly, what it looks like, but what it really is still remains the same shape internally. Just externally, it could look slightly different. Various different shapes of these crafts, sizes, bigger, smaller, drones, Aerobuses, Lockheed Martin played with anti-gravity technology in the 1970s. They figured out how to stack anti-gravity plates together 
to make craft hover then then they actually created an aerobus a huge cigar shaped looking cylindrical object that can house many people inside of it it could look smaller on the outside be bigger on the inside with piloting stations with seats for crew and personnel for travelers they did that in 2000 from what i remote viewed they created that type of a craft no nuts and bolts no wings just long cylindrical cigar shaped looking silver object flying in a warp bubble where there's radiation cancellation emitters so heavy g-forces don't break apart the craft or or whoever's flying inside of it carrying personnel crew supplies these come in big sizes in big numbers this stuff exists it's been made Lockheed Martin is one of the bigger aerospace companies that has facilitated creating such technology and we saw this when those gimbal and tic-tac videos were released in 2017 and when on official video not the highest quality of what was leaked from the military files but good enough to understand what's starting to be done and New York Times also released articles about UFOs being real and showing these Tic Tacs and these gimbals now having Congress bringing out these reports that there might be on UFOs that there might be a mothership extraterrestrial craft somewhere in our solar system that's hidden from us Ayuamuya and that it released probes from itself that have entered our aerospace that's another thing that's out there as a piece of information but Ayuamuya might not have been a meteor or a comet that it's an actual huge reconnaissance space probe that released smaller probes out of itself to monitor us Ayuamuya is long gone from earth orbit but it still might be monitoring the little probes it released interesting idea interesting subject the fact that it's being talked about in ufo special papers could be something to it it's part of the ufo circle and information being released and we'll probably keep hearing about ufos new technologies ideas what they are whether they're man-made terrestrial non-terrestrial whether the u.s made it china russia or somebody else on this planet every country has its secret classified projects on reversed engineered crafts not just the u.s not just area 51 not just douglas mcdonald lockheed martin raytheon many many other aerospace companies have done it lockheed martin being chief one of them the chief one the biggest one that did it that's just the start there's much more info on this that one day will not be top secret classified never mind the off-world infrastructure the military has u.s navy 
and Air Force and Space Force. That topic I've talked about for a long time, well-researched to my best abilities, stuff on it, a lot of information on it, but these reverse-engineered Tic Tacs and gimbals are connected to that off-world military structures on the Moon and Mars, all interconnected. Very much so. So I wanted to share that. Thank you so much and namaste.